pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. True or false, Scott Ritchie. Illinois is going to win the Big Ten title outright. False. I just, there's a shot that they can share it with Purdue, and that requires winning out um, if and beating Purdue in Champaign um, if the Boilermakers do the same. Now, if Purdue takes another loss, and that's maybe on the table now, given kind of how they struggled last week, then the door is like cracked open the tiniest bit for an outright Big Ten title for Illinois. But they can't lose again. We'll put Richie through the ringer in this week's podcast, Inside of Line Basketball. He's got true or false questions out the wazoo. You might not agree with him, but you should listen anyway. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Uh, good Monday morning, everyone, and it's a really good Monday morning, Scott Ritchie tells me, because not only will Illinois return to the top 10 in today's AP Top 25, of which uh, Ritchie is a voter, but uh, Illinois is going to win the Big Ten title as well, is what I've been told. <laughs> okay, um, let's tackle these one at a time. Uh, could wind up back in the top 10, okay. like, and I hope they are 10th, because then it just continues right. the, the pattern. That's really all I'm here for. Um, not sure enough happened to the teams ranked ahead of them that they'll jump four spots, but um, we'll see. Like it's it's on the table at least. Now that second part, um, the door is open for Illinois to at minimum share a Big mm-hmm. Ten title. Now that's based on a couple of. Th- things happening one Illinois cannot lose the rest of the season um, and if they do they're going to need Purdue to lose multiple times once here in March and then once somewhere else we'll, we'll get it to all those but this is Jim Rosso vice president of news uh, covered the team when they were good in the uh, tournament let me preface it by that this is a special edition of it inside a line basketball and that it's the true false edition Okay. Uh, Scott Ritchie will uh, be asked a series of questions, including uh, the Big Ten title race, and he'll give us his honest answer, as only Scott will, because he, he doesn't fib. He was taught that at an early age by Robin in Eureka. Like yeah. when you went out and threw rocks in the creek, and she asked you, were you doing your chores, little Scotty? And you fibbed that one time, and she <laughs> said she straight, she spanked you. 
True or false? <laughs> you were spanked as a child, Scott Ritchie. Um, I, false. <laughs> Unless I've just, you know, blocked that part out of my memory. But I'm going to go false. All right. Uh, true or false for the Rosso household? I'm the youngest of five. All four of my siblings were spanked like you wouldn't believe. But by the time I rolled around at age, I'm 58 now. Yeah. Spanking was kind of going a different route. It wasn't like accepted as much as it was when my siblings were getting whooped. Okay, I'll believe that as truth, not that you maybe didn't earn some sure. along the way. Sure. All right. Uh, as we said, uh, Richie got back from Maryland. True or false? Uh, that is a game changer, the outcome, uh, as far as the rest of the season and the direction Illinois is headed. I mean, I think that's true because had they lost to Maryland, Purdue's loss yesterday on Sunday to at Ohio State wouldn't have meant nearly as much. Now, again, the door is open for them to, at minimum, win out, tie Purdue for the Big Ten title, which would be uh, pretty extraordinary. Or, you know, if Purdue slips up again, and if you look at what they did last week, I mean, they struggled at home against Minnesota uh, before I think they won by eight. That kind of pulled away late. But you know, they lost to the second-worst team record-wise in the Big Ten um, at Ohio State. Now, it's, it could be tricky for Illinois because they've got to play Minnesota at home uh, in, let's see, what is it, seven days, eight days? I don't know. I'm bad at math. Nine days. Um, and, I don't know, the Gophers are feisty? Oh, just stop. I don't know. No. Better than they have been in the Ben Johnson era. Let's just put it that way. True or false, Scott Ritchie needs a mental checkup. Oh, that's uh, always true. Uh, I mean, I do this podcast every week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, true or false, Brad Underwood, Big Ten Coach of the Year. I mean, the history... Of it makes me want to say false because like he's probably had deserving seasons and hasn't won it. But I, if they tie Purdue for the title, then yes, true. Like because no one would have seen that coming. It'd be his first. You know the years where I mean Illinois had the best record in the Big Ten, but Michigan won the the conference. You know because of math. Um, I think he could have been. He was a real candidate then. Um, real candidate with the, the next season when they actually you know, did I mean they tied for the Big Ten title um, with what Michigan State and Wisconsin Greg Gard won it then because Wisconsin is I think habitually underrated heading into the season because it's like these guys can't possibly be good but then they win more games than they're supposed to and Greg Gard is named Big Ten coach of the year but Brad Underwood is in line yes I think to be Big Ten coach of the year True or false, Coleman Hawkins is a social media All-American. First team. A first team of one, maybe. Like, uh, not sure there's... And I don't follow well, I mean, a ton of athletes from other schools. Um, but Coleman's pretty good at it. And it's whether he's um, trolling opposing teams and fan bases... Um, media members that go off on him and he fires back uh, or his own teammates like he did last week where an Illinois fan said that she found Quincy Garrier pretty handsome but didn't think she should say that because he was so much younger and Coleman 
chipped in with, it was okay because uh, they're about the same age. Just a, a jab at Quincy being the oldest person on the team. Like, he's very good at the social media thing. True or false of all his posts, the uh, wearing of the Maryland student section t-shirt ranks as his all-time best? And you can explain that, too. Sorry. Sure. Um, I mean, I think the the jab at Quincy was maybe the funniest because, I mean, it's just, it was perfectly timed and very funny. Um, but, yeah, it, the... So Coleman Hawkins apparently took one of the T-shirts that Maryland was giving away um, to its students for Saturday's game, um, and wore <laughs> uh, after the game on his way back to Champaign. Uh, filmed a TikTok about it, and I think it had more weight because, unbeknownst to me, because he had his jacket zipped all the way up. I didn't know he was wearing it, but he talked about how. You know, Maryland was you know giving you know free T-shirts away and trying to get their students to come in to pack the place for that game against Illinois, where they had maybe not drawn great crowds before that. And mentioned that after the game, and then there he is wearing the shirt. That's pretty good. Um, endeared him to Illinois fans, which is which he has who he has a tricky relationship with because there's still some that aren't quite sure. Well, no, they are sure how they feel about him. They're not fans. Um, but really, really got Maryland fans goats, which, I mean, if you're a basketball player, yeah, feel pretty good about that. All right. Good atmosphere on Saturday. Richie was courtside. I hope he followed along all his, uh, all the ways he delivers the coverage as only he can looking forward to another trip. True or false? Why aren't more people covering the Illini? Is that a true or false question? Not, I've just turned it into one. It's not. It's Are a, you true or false? More media should be covering Illinois. Um, Illinois would say true. I might say false for selfish reasons because when there's fewer of us, like we, I think we have better interaction mm. in post game. Okay, I accept that. Um, but it's typically, I mean, the Illinois media contingent, um does travel as well or better than the rest of the Big Ten. Has been that way for decades for some reason. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, like Indiana's travels pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I guess I only see them away from Bloomington in Champaign, which is it's a close drive. They, right. they really show up. But uh, the Michigan kind of collective, Michigan State, Michigan, um, travels pretty well. Maybe not as much for Michigan now because they stink. Um, but, yeah, Illinois, I think our, our media group is probably at the top. All right, true or false, Scott Ritchie, the charges against Terrence Shannon are doing him wrong when it comes to possible postseason honors. I mean, the only answer to that is true because he, for now, I mean, the latest you know the Naismith award had its mid-season list which I would I would put in quotes because like we're two-thirds of the way through the season um and he was not on it you know from the Big Ten I mean there's Zach Eady who's going to win it like naming 30 players is window dressing because there's no way Eady doesn't like he'd have to just stop playing now I think um but 
Tyson Walker was on the list of Michigan State guard. Uh, Boo Booey, Northwestern's um, best player and point guard. And then Braden Smith, Purdue's point guard, was also on it. Terrence Shannon was not. Um, and it's not because of what he's doing on the basketball court because he's doing a lot. Um, he's certainly maybe back to pre-suspension form. He's averaged like 25 points in his last four or five games. Um, but, and even like he missed six games. And for a while, that sort of took him maybe out of contention because he hadn't played 75% of Illinois' games. Now he's now back into that, that number, and he'll be well over 75% by the time the season's over. But the reason for the suspension, regardless of the judicial order that reversed it, is lingers because he is still facing the rape charge in Lawrence, Kansas. Won't have his next court date until May 10th. And so that's all like looming over him. Like basketball is not the only prism through which he is being viewed this year. And think of that what you may like, it's just how it is. So we'll see when it gets to like all Big Ten, all American voting. I, I really doubt he'll be in, in the all American hunt, would be my guess. Um, at this point, I think I mean, it's a it's a basketball award or, or honors, I suppose. Um, that's probably how I will view it. True or false? The uh, the Big Ten should come down on Maryland's student section for being really mean. False. I mean. They weren't any meaner than Northwestern. Um, and, like, Terrence has kind of lucked out in that regard because, I mean, Northwestern, like, it was the first road game. They they hit all of the expected chance hard. Um, and then, I mean, they went to Ohio State, and that was pre-Chris Holtman's firing. Nobody wanted to be there. Like, they just didn't have the energy or the effort to, like, even make a run at it. Like, there's a couple chance they just – they just wanted the game to be over. Um, and then, like, at Michigan State, like, it was, wasn't was much. I mean, Maryland probably hit it as hard as Northwestern did. And then Maryland would flash, like, please be good sports messages on the video board, which Maryland students would then boo. And then they'd make the same announcement over the PA, which Maryland students would then boo. Like, not big on sportsmanship there. And that's whatever. Like, they're fans. You can't police thousands of people doing that. So just get used to it, I guess. As far as I know, no Maryland fan, student or otherwise, threw chicken wings at Brown Underwood this time because that happened the last time. True or false, Scott Reggie needs to shave. False. I don't have any more to say on that matter. Okay. Ed Bond is our executive producer. Recommended that question. Okay. He, he, nah, he did. Did he say I needed a haircut too? <laughs> Ed needs a haircut. Uh, it's getting floppy again. Good to see Ed Bond on the road. Uh, you get to see his pictures uh, at newsgazette.com uh, and on our social media outlets. Thank you, Ed, for your continued work. True or false, Scott Ritchie? Illinois is going to be a two seed by the time this tournament is selected. False. I think they'll get close. Now, 
if they went out, mm-hmm. tie for the Big Ten title, yeah, sure. I think that's on the table. I think that's a that's a tough road to get all the way to through March 10th, and that's six more games without dropping one. Now, I've always had stretches of like that in the Big Ten and the Brad Underwood era where they've really closed out seasons strong. Um, so it's possible, but I think I mean there are four now. I think three a three seed is probably like the most likely outcome. If they keep winning. I mean, if they start losing, then all the cards are off the table. Could be a five, six, maybe. True or false, um, Penn State's rec center will be a house of horrors. I said horrors. Scott Ritchie, not... No, I... I, Okay. You enunciated well enough. Okay. Um, Rec Hall, yeah, maybe. maybe. Like, the men's team, Penn State men's team hasn't played a game there since 2015. I'd argue they should play all of their games there because the number of fans that can seat is typically what they get for their much bigger arena. You know, the Bryce Jordan Center is almost never like even like it's like half full, maybe. Like it stinks. It's the worst venue in the Big Ten. Like just go back to Rec Hall. Um it could be it could be interesting. Um I actually I'll have a story in when Wednesday's News Gazette for our, our readers to check out. Um I talked to Deion Thomas about his memories of Rec Hall because Penn State was brand new in the Big Ten when Dion um was playing at Illinois, and uh, he had some interesting stories kind of about how close the fans are to the action um, and then some of the things maybe you said at him and how he responded. And it was all uh, from a basketball standpoint, and I imagine the Penn State fans that sort of goaded him were regretting it after the game was over. That's Wednesday night. Uh, Richie will be, of course, be interesting to see where the media is put. I have no idea. Yeah. Up top, Ed Bond says. Okay, it's not a lot of up top. We'll say it's, it's not a, very up. Yeah, that's that's fine. It's not a huge building. Right, be interesting. I mean, it's a smart move. True or false? Uh, next season's exhibition opener at Illinois will be played at Huff Hall. I, I'm false. Like one, like they changed the subflooring when they, like they really leaned into it for what for volleyball. It's it's a little bouncier. Are you going all contractor on you? Lowe's on me? Yeah. Home Uh, Depot? I'm more of a Home Depot. Okay. Really, if we're going to be honest, I'm more of a Menards guy. (laughs) Um, So I think that takes basketball out of the equation. Also, like there are volleyball fans that complain about the obstructed view seating um, in the upper level of Huff. Like basketball fans will show up and be like, they'll riot if they're behind like these giant steel girders. Much less the parking situation. They would probably riot about that first. Well, you'd have to. Everyone's got to park at State Farm Center anyway and bus over there, so just play the game at State Farm Center. Those of us old enough to remember events at Huff Hall, you know, they weren't playing when I got here, but they had some midnight madness events there and such. They used to practice there all the time, Scott Ritchie. Yeah. Um, the, the, the renovations that have made it like all volleyball, like they also took down all the basketball. Mm Hoops. Portables. Wheel them out. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, yeah, maybe just play it 
at your 15,000 seat venue that you'll probably fill up. All right. True or false, Illinois will have two players on the All Big Ten first team. Hmm. False, but maybe should be true. I mean, I think. Like, who knows what happens with Terrence Shannon? Because, like, from a basketball pr- perspective, like, again, like, he's one of the five best. Um, Marcus Damask, I think, has also made a case, like a real case, especially the way he's played in the Big Ten. Um, and, like, if you like, if you take out, like, his first five or six games, which is, I mean, this is kind of cherry-picking stats a little bit, but it was just, like, while he was sort of settling into what was a, a different role for him, you know, after transferring from SIU, like, he's just been really good. And in the Big Ten games alone, he's been one of the best players in the conference. So, um, false that they'll have two because I just don't see it happening. But true because maybe they should. What kind of answer is that, Scott Ritchie? I don't it's, even... it's one where I uh, <laughs> sort Waffler. of play both sides <laughs> against the other. <laughs> uh, um, Richie, every morning, good morning, Illini Nation. I hope you tag along there at 6 a.m., IlliniHQ.com. It's, it's gold. It's really good stuff. Uh, true or false, uh, Scott Richie. Illinois is going to win the Big Ten tournament title regardless of regular season finish. Hmm. I'm going to go false because I don't know if they want, like, I don't know if anyone wants to. Because... I mean, they should get a double bye, so it limits them to, what, three games in, mm-hmm. in three days. But that's a that's a, still a lot to just then jump right into the NCAA tournament where, like, that's where the focus probably needs to be. Like, a Big Ten tournament title, I mean, who can name, like, the last five winners? I mean, I'm sure I can. Like, I, yeah. Bond is roll rattle them off right over here, Scott Rich. Okay, so like, I know Purdue won it last year. Um, I can't remember who won it the year before that. And the year before that, I think was was that Illinois. I don't. Know. I mean, did you say Illinois? Illinois with an apostrophe. <laughs> okay. All right, Coach Zook. <laughs> no, mine was grammatically correct. Um, I don't like. It's not like a huge deal, really. And like for a team that needs like needs or a program that needs like more NCAA tournament success like get just get to a second weekend like that's let's put the focus and the energy on that true or false there's panic in the air in northwest Indiana and not just because of the Big Ten race which I don't think much stake is put in that but about Purdue's ability to avoid another blow uh, another letdown in the NCAA tournament True or false? It's probably true. Panic. Just, and panic is, I think, a strong word. Mm. But, like, Purdue has lost to a double-digit seed in the last three NCAA tournaments, including as a number one to a 16. Like, as much as Illinois needs to, you know, fare a little bit better, in the NCAA tournament, like, Purdue can't, I mean, I guess they could. It might, it might happen, but, like, that'll just ma- it'll just remain the narrative around Matt Painter. It's like, great regular season coach, can't get it done in March. And kind of Purdue as a program, like, great regular season team, 
can't get it done in March or April, I guess, to be more accurate. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a level of concern. Maybe not panic, but I think everybody's thinking about it. True or false, uh, Brian Barnhart, Deion Thomas, the best announcing crew in the Big Ten. I mean, I'm going to go true because I work with Brian and I like Dion, and I can't really name other radio teams in the Big Ten. I guess it's just not on my radar. True or false? Um, State Farm Center would be sold out if Caitlin Clark played here this year. Doggone it. Yeah. You think so? It's true. True. Saying, sold out. 100% true. Because she, every, I think every road venue she, Iowa's played at in the Big Ten has sold out. Like They sold out Mackey. And like Purdue is tiny. It's maybe like a thousand people fewer than tiny. State Farm Center. It's, they're basically the same size. Um, 100% sold out. Okay. Like, I'm not sure I'd go as far as buying a ticket, but I'd definitely like get credentials for that game just to go watch Caitlin Clark. Last year, you remember the Hawkeyes came here, I think on January 1st, and took a beat down. They did take an L. Yeah. yeah. Took the L. It's just bad fortune that Illinois doesn't get to host the Hawkeyes this year. They go there, I think, this weekend. Yep. Where that uh, stunning career is coming to an end. Probably. And she, she, could. she could come back. Why not? I think everyone else in the Big Ten was like, hey, Kalen, WNBA is great. Go play for the Indiana Fever. True or false, Fort Wayne is the greatest city in America? False. <laughs> I mean, no offense to Fort Wayne, but it's just there's I've, I've been other places I enjoy more. Like several other places, if we're going to be honest. You've been to the Applebee's there, though. <laughs> I think once you've been to one Applebee's, you've been to them all. Uh, true or false, uh, speaking of worried. Does Brad Underwood know how important it is to reach the Sweet 16 this year? That's a yes or a no, but yes slash true. He does know. Um, he's not going to talk about it, but he's not. He's not dumb. Like He realizes... He's had teams that have probably should have made a run like that already. A couple of them. And they haven't. I mean, he, he gets it. Said after Maryland, this is personal. This one was personal. So he was he spoke of the troubles at Maryland seconds afterward. Yeah, I mean that was in the locker room. Mm-hmm. I mean there was a video camera. But like of he's not gonna go was. to He's not going to go to the press conference and say, oh, because, you know, he didn't say that, in fact. He did say, like, you know, finally got one mm-hmm. at Maryland because that was the one place in the Big Ten he hadn't won. Of course, he's going to get another crack at a new Penn State uh, venue on Wednesday, so we'll see what happens there. Because if he doesn't win Wednesday, I don't know when he's ever going to get another chance at Rec Hall. Um, but, like, you know, he gets that there's an expectation for more from this program. Like, they've won a Big Ten regular season title, won a Big Ten tournament title, won more games in the Big Ten over the last four-plus years than any other team in the conference. That's great. But then from a national standpoint, 
haven't maybe lived up to expectations. I had a number one seed. It was the the bubble tournament, so to speak, multiple bubbles in the greater Indianapolis area, but lost in the second round. Yeah, he gets it. All right, true or false, next year's team will uh, include three portal starters. Three is where I'm getting tripped up, but yeah, true. I think there's this one more year of the COVID bonus season of eligibility, so another year where you can stay really old through the transfer portal. Um, it worked this year, um, but there's going to be several key players to replace. Terrence Shannon, Marcus Demes, Quincy Garay, Justin Harmon, um, probably Coleman Hawkins. There's, there's five right there. Five of the what's really, you know, was a six-man rotation um, against Maryland and other times this season. So, yeah, I think three transfer starters is probably a possibility. True or false, Lauren Tate would take you in a game of one-on-one. False. Because, I mean, Lauren is a wonder mm-hmm. at 92, I think. Matt, I just go all Kevin McHale on him. Just work him in the post. Hopefully wearing shorts longer than Kevin McHale wore. Yeah. I don't I don't okay. own any shorts quite like just that. Just making sure of that. Yeah. Scott Ritchie, the basketball beat writer. We're putting him through the ringer today to answer some of those questions. True or false, the game against Purdue on March 5th will be the most anticipated home game since the time Wake Forest visited in 2004. Wow, Ed Bond gave me the, the strange look. If you, I mean, if you remember, the game was the number one ranked Demon Deacons. Yeah, and it signified the chance for Illinois to take over that number one ranking, which they did. Well, I don't think that's going to be on the table mm-hmm. because UConn exists. Um, and I don't know. I mean. I didn't cover the game against Indiana, the Tyler Griffey layup to knock off number one. I don't know how anticipated that was. The program, Probably not. Elmo was at a different place as a program. Um, I I felt like the Kansas exhibition was pretty highly anticipated. Like they charged much more, and they still sold the building out. Hunter Dickinson was there. Bill Self came back. But for like a, a real game, yeah, sure. That's a pa- bad answer, I gotta tell you, Scott Ritchie. Well, I'll yeah. le- I'll let you ex- expand on that next week. Okay, put some thought to it, do a little research. Tell me what games were bigger in the grand scheme of things. You might not find many. I mean, probably not. But mm-hmm. I think it's more speaks to like where Illinois was for a decade plus. True or false, points, rebounds, and assists are the greatest stats ever. <laughs> false. They're they're fine. They're good. But they're not they're not it. They're not it. They're not everything. 
There's all kinds of ways to look at basketball now. I can't believe what I'm hearing. I mean, I don't know. I, whoa. There hadn't been more points ever than the NBA All-Star game last night. Like, the East scored, what, 231? It was just, I didn't watch it. Think, and, I, like, I'm okay with that. Because, like, it's just, like, just don't play it. Like, what are we doing? And, like, I did, I did watch the Adam Silver videos, like, where he was presenting Giannis the champion, like, the trophy for to win the All-Star game. And, like, there couldn't have been, like, bigger disappointed dad vibes from Adam Silver. It's like, you guys really just went out there and chucked for four straight quarters. True or false, the Orange Crush will be ready when Iowa and Fran visit on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay. Um, I imagine the, the FranCon meter will we'll make a, a reappearance. That's one of the best student section signs ever. Um, doubly so because Brad Underwood signed it at one point in the last couple of years. I don't remember which game it was, but it's great. And Brad Underwood, Fran McCaffrey, friendly. Friends, maybe even. Uh, Illinois fans don't care. Fran uh, is a... When Fran McCaffrey's in Champagne, he is a villain. True or false, uh, and this will let you do your power poll before we get out of here. Terrence Shannon's back to number one. It's a tricky one. It is tricky. Um, I'll go true, though. I'll go true. Um, simple. Top three. We'll go from the, the bottom of Coleman Hawkins, three. And the drop is not indicative that he's played poorly. It's just Marcus Damask is at number two because he's been he, he was really good against Maryland. And then uh, Terrence Shannon at number one. Yes, he scored a lot of points against Maryland. He had 27. Um, wasn't, like, super efficient outside of the free throw line where he was, was fine. Um, but most notably, like, when he was guarding Jameer Young, Jameer Young struggled. When anyone else guarded Jameer Young, Jameer Young did whatever he wanted on the court. So Terrence Shannon's impact on this team, maybe in March when they need it, might be at the defensive end because, like, guards have carved Illinois up in the tournament. Um, if he leans into being a defender, maybe he can change that. True or false, this podcast is over. True. Follow along, newsgazette.com, for the latest on the rankings, the latest from Richie all week long, the latest for the Big Ten title chase, which suddenly is picked up again. All good stuff, Scott Richie. We do appreciate all your hard work. You too, Ed Bond. We'll talk to you next week.